0: When was the last time you had to put together an invitation list? I know through the pandemic, our gatherings have been more intimate and small, but still, when you have an event, you always begin with an invitation list. I remember thinking through the invitation list for my wedding. I began with immediate family, then extended family, followed by friends and coworkers. You naturally start with the most important people that have to be there. Then you go from there. That makes sense. With birthday parties over the years, my girls have to think through who they want to be there and the number is usually limited. So it can be tough sometimes thinking through who will get the invite. Fundraising dinners and events that are high-dollar and high-dress occasions depend on the invitation list. There are very specific people invited to those events who usually have great wealth and means as well as a heart for the ministry or nonprofit organization raising funds. The invitations are highly planned out and intentional. Now let's talk about seating at these events. I've planned enough events over my career to know seating is very important. The more important the person, the more prominent the seat. You can't just walk off the street and think you have a place at one of those $200 plate dinners at the head table. It's just not the way it is. When it comes to your relationship with God, do you ever feel like you're uninvited? Do you feel like the person walking in off the street, not on the invitation list? You know, like maybe all the churchgoers and Christians have a special invitation, or maybe even the best seat at the best table when it comes to being close to Jesus. Jesus talked about dinner parties and who should be invited. It might surprise you. Luke 14, 12. Then Jesus said to his host, when you give a Lenten or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. What I love about this entire chapter is Jesus is actually seated at a table, having a meal. For the Sabbath, it was a dinner gathering of prominent people. Those around this table were arrogant and felt they deserved the best seat at the table. Jesus speaks to the heart of it all. Everyone is invited, especially those who can't repay you. Because you see, that clearly reveals the heart of us all. None of us are worthy of Jesus. But because of the unconditional love of the Father to send his Son to pay the price for our sins, we all have the same invitation. What we do with that invitation is the key. Because you see, when we meet Jesus and say yes to his invitation, he goes on to say later in this very chapter, we must take up our cross and follow him. We let go of the things that separate us from Him, and we count the cost of surrender because a life lived in Christ doesn't stop at that table. It's a life lived out with Jesus at the center of it all. That's the truth. Your invitation is waiting. It has nothing to do with anyone else or whatever you've placed in the way of it. Accept it, and then consider the words of Jesus as you invite others to join you. I'm Lori Klein.